And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, I have finally answered a question that has been plaguing me my entire life. Now, those of you that know me, you know that I'm ain't 60. Yes, I'm ain't 60, which means I haven't quite reached the age of 60, but I'm danger close. I'm danger close. If I still had an IRA, if I still had a 401k, I could take the money out right now penalty free. I have amassed that age group. But let me tell you about this question that has been bothering me my entire life. The question is simply this. How long does it take to retire? How long does it take to retire? It can't be that hard to answer, right? So how long does it take to retire? What, what do you think? How long does it take to retire? You've got an answer, right? You, you do? You don't? You're not sure? You're thinking about it? Well, here, I've got the answer right here. I wrote it down on my pad of paper right here. You ready for the answer? None of your business. Now, why did I write none of your business? Because society doesn't want you to answer that question. Society doesn't want you to know the results or the solution to that question. Society is happy with you working. Yes, you heard me correctly. Society is very happy with you working. You are part of society's plans. Part of how we build this, this great economy called America is that we have its citizens, American citizens, working. And in order to build that economy up, it's better to have people working and trading time for money because it fits into the overall economy a little bit better. If you start having people retire all over the place, that could screw things up for everybody, don't you think? I mean, now think about it. Think about it. How many people in America are retired right now? Go ahead. I'll let, you, I'll let you yell an answer at the radio. Some of you are incorrect. Some of you are correct. So what's the answer? It really doesn't matter what the answer is. It really doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, if we had, let's, let's say, let's say, let's say we had 50% of all Americans retired. What, what impact would it have on our economy right now? Yeah, half of Americans don't work. What impact does it have on our economy? Now, some of you are thinking, Wow, half the economy, man, they, they finally got to retirement. That's pretty cool. And I, I would agree with you, that is pretty cool. But here's what else would happen. The other half would have to work harder to make up for the fact that all these other people retired themselves. It gets me back to my original question. How long does it take to retire? What if people in your life told you it takes to retire? Now, there are people in your life that you respect. People like your parents. People like teachers, people like other educators, people like maybe your financial planner or whoever picks your stocks for you. You might have some respect for them, right? Because maybe some of those people, especially the people picking stocks for you, maybe they're part of your team to help you retire. But if you ask them that question, how long does it take to retire? You know what people tend to do? They scratch their heads. They scratch their heads in bewilderment because they don't really know the answer. Why don't they know the answer? Because society is not giving you the answer. Okay, let me take it back. Let me take it back. Society is actually giving you a answer. There is 
a answer out there. You want to know what the answer is? Okay, real simple. I'll tell you what. Let me tell you how I got to the answer. I, I think this is going to be more fun if I tell you how I got to the answer. I went to the greatest guru knowledge base of the entire planet. Google. Yeah, I Googled. And you know what I Googled? I Googled, how long does it take to retire from a job? Yes, simple question. How long does it take to retire from a job? And here's the answers that I got. Places to retire in 2023. Well, that's worthless. Okay, that's an ad. It's an ad. I'll I'll give you that. It's an ad. So let me go down to the non-ads. How and when to retire from a job? Oh, maybe this particular article from The Balance, maybe they can give me some insight. And here's what they told me. To collect Social Security benefits, the full retirement age is 66 if you were born between 1943 and 1954. If you were born between 1955 and 1960, the retirement age gradually increases until it reaches 67. There you go. There's an answer for you. That's society's answer for you. You can retire when you're well into your 60s. In the meantime, what you need to do is do everything in your power to support the workforce, support the working economy to support everything that we do in America because you are a essential cog in the machine of America. But here's the problem. Not everybody wants to work until the age of 67 and not everybody wants to wait until the age of 67 to retire. Do you turn to your financial planner? Probably not. Well, because the financial planner, their, their whole game plan is designed to figure out how old you are once you finally walk in the door and request their services. And then they put you on some kind of game plan, investing your money into mutual funds or stocks, and somebody else is making these decisions on your behalf. You're not actually investing. All you're doing is saving. Somebody else is investing on your behalf. And what they're trying to do is get you to a place in maybe 20 or 30 or 40 years where maybe you have a big enough bag of money that you can retire off of, and maybe that's going to happen when you turn the age of, say, 66 or 67. I mean, that's, that's the target that they're working towards. But if you look at what's been going on in the stock market, you got to wonder who's, who's gaining traction right now. Who in the stock market today is gaining traction? And I think the short answer is not a lot of people. And why do I say that? Why, why do I say not a lot of people are gaining traction? Because I'm looking at a historical view of the stock market, that, that lovely stock market where you've got all your money, and all I see is sideways movements. Why does age have to factor into retirement. Why is it that everything that I'm reading on this Google site all is trying to point me to an age in the distant future, an age in my distant future, which I don't even need to achieve anymore because I've actually achieved retirement. Now, that wasn't always true in my case. It wasn't true in my case. And here's why. When I was a young man, And when I was doing all the things that everybody told me to do, which was go to school, get good grades, get into college, you heard the same thing, right? Okay, I've told you on this radio show countless times, and I'm going to tell you one more time, that the reason I went to college is because I was told by many people in my life, people that I respected, that the way for me to achieve financial security, the way for me to achieve my future, if you will, financially, was to go to college. I was I was dissuaded from going into the workforce because my parents had done that. Now, my parents, they they were older parents. They were older. They were Depression era people. So they grew up and lived through the Depression as as young people. 
My father served in World War II. He also went on to serve in Korea in the Korean conflict. He's a veteran. And here's the thing. When he came back from World War II, he had something called the GI Bill. Now, what was the GI Bill? The GI Bill back in the day, back after World War II, was an opportunity for men who had gone into the service, who had gone into conflict, to come back and restart their lives. Now, think about it. Men during World War II were being swooped up from the ages of like 17 to 30, and they were being sent over to Europe because we were fighting a world war. Yeah, a world war. So what happened to their lives? Well, their lives, well, they were, they were kind of ripped apart. Yeah, the, the normality they thought they were going into. No, trust me, nobody in that generation thought when they were growing up, they were going to go into a world conflict. I don't think any of them thought that, but that's where they found themselves. They found themselves defending the world from tyranny. And you know what they did? They won. They won. And those that came home, came home. And one of the things that the government did for them is they gave them this thing called the GI Bill. It was an opportunity to, hey, if you want to go to college, the government will pick up the cost of college for you because we know a lot of you wanted to go to college, but your, your dreams were dashed because we had this little thing called a war going on and the world was involved and you had to be a part of it. So we're going to give you an opportunity to restart your life. We're going to give you the GI Bill. It'll pay for the college for you and, and you, can, you can get your life back on track. Now, my dad was a recipient of the GI Bill. He went to college. He went to the University of California at Los Angeles. Yes, he was a Bruin. He was a Bruin for one year. One year was the entire time that my dad lasted in college. He flunked out. Why did he flunk out? Because he found the other parts of college, the non-academic parts, to be more interesting. The chasing girls, the drinking beer stuff. He found that to be more enjoyable. So he wound up flunking out of college. But he didn't care because nobody in his life had really told him that he had to go to college. And the entire world told him that he had to go to war. So he came back from war. He was a little bit screwed up from the war. I'm just going to be very clear with you. We've got Veterans Day coming up. I'll be very clear that my dad was one of those persons that, that was affected by the war. And I think it affected who he was as a person. So he went to college. He decided to party, not study. College removed him from college. And he went into the workforce. His entire life, he worked for somebody else. And then along came me. And you know what my father instilled in my mind? My father instilled in my mind the concept that maybe he had screwed up. Maybe over the course of his life, he had seen people that actually went to college and studied, who actually made it out of college and got into better jobs than, than he could get into. And they seemed to have had better financial lives than he ever had. So what did he advise his son? Go to college, get good grades, then get into the workforce. Because once you do that, you'll be set up for success in a much better way. I've got all this information instilled in my mind. I'm, I'm, I'm being reinforced mentally by my father. Now my mother, she's reinforcing me the same way because my mother is somebody who actually went to college she earned an associate's degree, and she wound up being a legal secretary. That's what she did the majority of her life. She was a legal secretary working for somebody else. And she, like my father, 
saw the same things. She saw people. Now, my, my mother did not go to war. Let's be very clear here. But my mother saw people doing the same things that my father saw them doing. In other words, going to college, getting out of college and getting a better paying job than my mother got. So what kind of information was my mother filtering into my mind? Go to school, get good grades, get into college, then get into the workforce. So I'm thinking, okay, this is it. This is the path to success. And, but I've got a huge problem. I can't afford college. Yeah, because remember, my, my parents are working people, right? The college that I wound up going to costs more annually for the tuition, the fees, the books, the room and board, all the costs, everything rolled up annually to go to the school that I went to costs more than my parents earned annually. So do you think my parents paid for me to go to school? No, no, they, no, they couldn't. They couldn't. And I'm not bashing on my parents. It just wasn't a financial reality for them to support me in my desires to go to college, even though they were fully supportive of those desires. So how did I go to college? I made a little deal with government. Yeah, I made a little deal with the government. And I went into the military. I signed up for an Army ROTC scholarship. I earned it. They paid for four years of school. At the end of four years, guess what I had? I had a job. I had a job paying me more money than I could have probably earned had I not gone to college. Now, all I had to do was stick it out to retirement. But here, I've got a, a clear vision in front of me that most people don't have in front of them. One of the things that the Army laid down in front of me was the option, the option to retire in 20 years. All I had to do was serve for 20 years in the United States Army, not get killed, not get passed over for promotion, not quit, not be separated for any other reason, either through my own wrongdoing or somebody else's wrongdoing. That's all I had to do was survive for 20 years, and the Army would bestow upon me something called a pension. And you know what? I earned that pension. I earned it. I get that pension every day, but I couldn't live off of that pension. We come back from the break. I'm going to break it down for you. Stick around. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. Successful Lifestyles Unlimited member retires in 10 months. The hardest part for me was to drop off my son, go to a job that I absolutely hated for five years, but know that that was a sacrifice that I needed to make, and then only be able to get to spend two hours with him after school before he had to go back to bed. So that's why once we started and we joined Lifestyles, we said, okay, we have a roadmap. We know what we're gonna do. And then a month later, we find out we're pregnant with baby number two, and we're like, okay, we gotta kick it up a notch. So that's how we were able to purchase four different properties and um, replace in 10 months, replace my income in 10 months so that whenever I finished maternity leave, I didn't have to go back to work. I think a, I think a couple weeks before she baby came out is when we closed on a fourplex and that was enough for her not to have to go back to work. Are you ready for your roadmap to real estate retirement? Attend the online free workshop just like Carolina did. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, I'm working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, yeah, I'm trying to tackle this question of how long does it take to retire? 
And the answer that I came up with that society fed into my mind is simply none of your business. None of your business. Yeah, people in society don't want you to know that you can retire yourself in five years or less. They don't want you to know that. Why don't they want you to know that? Because you are a part of the machine. You are a cog in the machine. What you do for society is important. And society doesn't want to lose your contribution. That's the way I think it is. I truly think it's that way because when I look across everything that society shows me, and and of course I went to Google to get my information, all I'm seeing is that society is conditioning me and is conditioning you to believe that you don't get to retire until you're in your 60s. And depending on how old you are until your late 60s. And I think that that's a disservice to tell you that you have to spend your entire life trading time for money because you don't. Now, as we went to break, I was giving you my backstory. I know some of you guys heard the story before, and I apologize. It's the only story I've got, though. It's my story. And, it's, and I keep telling it to you guys because I want you to understand that there's a better path to financial freedom than what you're doing right now. And the only thing that I can do is I can compare what I've gone through and share that with you so that hopefully you will not do the same things that I did unintentionally to achieve retirement the first time. I went to college. I went to the University of Southern California, go Trojans. Man, their football team is just getting smoked right now. But, you know, I'm still still a Trojan at heart. It is what it is. I know all you Aggies are, are hating on me right now. Okay, no problem, no problem. I'm just joking around. It's college football season, and I'm actually, I'm, I'm like a pig in the sty right now. I'm so happy because I get to watch all this college football. I get to watch all this professional football. It's one of the things that I enjoy in life. I really enjoy spectating football. And, I, and, and if I don't get off this football topic, I won't be off it for the rest of the show. And we're going to turn the whole show into football. But let me take you back to the concept of retirement. Because football is one of those things that probably won't get you to a place of retirement unless you do it the way society tells you to do it. Yeah. I'm serious about that. Yeah. Continue to work, continue to work, continue to work. If you're a football player, be a football player. When you can't be a football player, go into coaching or something else like that. Stay in coaching, stay in coaching, stay in coaching. Hopefully mass enough money into your your 401k or whatever you're doing for retirement. Get to the age of 60 something or other and try and live off that money. That's how they do in the football world. How did I do it in the military? Well, the military said, look, you served 20 years. And if you can make it 20 years, we're going to make sure you get a pension. And I was like, sweet, I'm going to get a pension. That means, let's see, let me do the math. I'm 18 years of age going into college. I'll be 22 years of age coming out of college. If I spend 20 years in the United States Army, I could retire at the age of what's 22 plus 20? 42? I could retire at the age of 42? That would be pretty cool. Except here's the problem. What they don't tell you about that pension is that pension doesn't replicate everything that you made when you were serving on active duty. It only pays a percentage of it. And for me, that percentage was closer to about 33%. When I, when I took all of my pay and allowances that I earned when I was serving on active duty, and then I compared them to the amount of money I made in retirement the month after I quote unquote retired from the military, it was about one third of what I used to make. And that was a problem because my bills, my bills didn't go down by one third. No, didn't happen. Did not happen. And I found myself like most military military 
retirees struggling to get back into the workforce. Yeah, the military even trains you on getting a job as you're transitioning out of the military because they know that you cannot live off of the pension, even if you earn the pension. Very, very few people can actually live off of the pension that they earn from the military. They have to be really high in rank and have to serve a really long time. It's just the way it is. Very, very few people actually achieve it. So what did I do? I went back into the workforce. I started trading time for money. I figured, what the heck, you know, I'm not supposed to retire until the age of 67. Why don't I just go to the age of 70 and, you know, I'll just keep working and working and working and saving up money. And and this new job has a pension component to it. So then I get a second pension. So let me see if I can figure this out here. I'd have one pension coming in from the military check. I'd have the second pension coming in at the age of 70 check. I'd be 70 years of age, therefore I'd be eligible for maximum Social Security benefits, check. I'd have three different streams of income coming in at the age of 70. Hopefully I would be able to survive off of that money. That's that's a scary thought. It's a scary thought because at the end of the day, you're forcing yourself or I was forcing myself into a fixed income and forcing myself to live off of that fixed income. And I was also forcing myself to, to work another 17 or 18 years on top of the two years I already had under my belt as I got into the second line of career. So what happened? What, what, what happened in my life that kind of changed things up for me? I discovered Lifestyles Unlimited. I discovered Lifestyles Unlimited. And and I discovered that you can get yourself retired in five years or less. One of the things that Lifestyles Unlimited made very clear to me is that retirement is not an age. Retirement is strictly a number. And that number equates to whatever it costs you to live. You heard me correctly. What does it cost you to live? If it costs you $4,000 a month, to cover the expenses of your household, then it costs you $4,000 to live. What are you doing for income? The majority of you listening to me are trading time for money. You are working to earn an income. You're trading 40, 50, 60 or more hours per week for a paycheck. You're using that paycheck to pay your expenses in life. That's how you keep going. But the problem is this. You're not getting ahead. All you're doing is going through the motions. You're just grinding, dude. You realize that you're grinding. And some of you are thinking, well, wait a minute, Al. Hold on. Slow down. Slow down. I've got a 401k or I've got an IRA or I've got mutual funds. Okay. I get you. You got a savings account. No, no, that's not what we said, Al. We said we have a 401k or an IRA or something else. Yeah. You have a savings account. You're not investing. You, I'm, I'm here to tell you, you're not investing. You think you're investing, but you're not because you have no idea what your money is invested in. If I were to ask you to list the top 10 performers in your portfolio, you would look at me like I asked you to define all the Fibonacci numbers in reverse sequence. Yeah, good luck with that, huh? I can't even say Fibonacci. That's how hard it is. Okay, so the point I'm trying to make is that there's a different way. But the problem is society has got you so conditioned to doing things the way you're doing them, you think you're going down the right road. And because everybody else is on the same road you're on, 
You look to your left, you look to your right, you see everybody struggling the same way you are. So you think, well, maybe I'm making better traction than they are. And I'm here to tell you, if I were to compare you to a Lifestyles Unlimited member, you, you'd be left in the dust. You would be left in the dust. And here's why. The Lifestyles Unlimited member has realized that that path that you're on, it doesn't work. In order to illustrate my point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to immerse your mind into music. And I'm going to ask you to come up with a song that describes retirement. I think you're going to have a really hard time coming up with a song that talks about the concept of retirement. Well, I think there's, there's plenty of songs out there that reflect your working life. And I, I, just, I just came up with 10, 10 off the top of my head, nine to five by Dolly Parton. All about working, right? How about working for the weekend by Loverboy? Yeah, it's all about working, right? For the weekend. Here's, here's one of my favorites by Johnny Paycheck. Now, some of you guys already know what I'm going to say. Take this job and you know what? Yeah, take this job and shove it. That's, that's the name of the song. Yeah, it's all about working. It's about, it's about I'm so dissatisfied with working. That's all I do is I work, I work, I work, I work, I work, right? Then there's Working Man by Rush. She Works Hard for the Money by Donna Summer. Yeah, I had to throw some disco in there. Bang the Drum All Day by Todd Rundgren. Money for Nothing by Dire Straits. Blue Collar Man by Styx. Factory for all you Springsteen fans out there. And of course, Loretta Lynn's Coal Miner's Daughter. Yeah, these are all songs. And, and this, this is just 10 that, that popped up on my, in my mind. I mean, I could come up with probably another 10 easily and, and I could keep going. The point I'm trying to make is that society is not trying to condition you to retire. Society is trying to condition you to keep working, to keep contributing to the overall good of society. But this is America, and you have the right to choose. And I'm here to tell you what you should choose to do is to retire in the next five years. So what's the number? The number is equal to what does it cost you to support your household? For some of you, that's $4,000 a month. For some of you, that's $5,000 a month. For some of you, that's $10,000 or more per month. I don't care what your number is. That's the number you've got to replace. You've got to replace the earned income that you're receiving with passive income that comes from real estate. The first thing you do is you educate yourself. You learn how to do real estate investing correctly. That is step number one. Step number two get going. Yeah. Take everything that you learned and start putting it into practice, get educated and then get busy. And you could get yourself to a place of retirement within the next five years. Now, some of you, you're going to buy single family assets. Some of you, you're going to buy multifamily assets. Some of you, you're going to buy a combination of both. And I hate to say this, but some of you some of you will do nothing at all, and you will continue getting the results that you continue to get because you haven't changed the paradigm of your life. You not dealing with an employer telling you to come in on the weekend. Why not just get on a game plan to where you can eliminate those distractors in your life? You can replace your income with the passive income that comes from real estate investing, and in five years or less, you too could be at a place where you are real estate retired.
And some of you are nervous about the real estate markets right now. You're afraid that, well, the interest rates are high. The, the markets are going to go down. I am here to tell you that this is probably one of the best opportunities that you will run across in your living lifetime to invest in real estate. It is actually playing out for us right now. But if you don't know how to utilize it, and if you don't know how to be involved in the actual investing element of what we teach you, you will miss out. And if you miss out, you're going to miss a lot. Because if you miss a lot, you might be on that retirement plan to retiring at the age of 67 or later. Look, if you want to do what I'm doing, you want to do what the 50,000 members of Lifestyles Unlimited are doing, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at Lifestyles lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.